And now, Greenlight Reviews, hosted by Ann Elder and Les Roberts. Here we are again to take aim at our first film. I'm Les Roberts. And I'm Ann Elder. Swing Vote, the film starring Kevin Costner, Kelsey Grammer, Dennis Hopper, Nathan Lane, Stanley Tucci, George Lopez, and Judge Reinhold, is a film that a lot of people didn't like because they didn't get it, Anne. They just didn't understand that this is very clever political satire. It certainly is. Kevin Costner plays Bud Johnson. Bud lives in a trailer Mm -hmm. in Texaco, New Mexico, raising his 10-year-old daughter, Molly, played by Madeline Carroll. Boy, is she good. Where are all these little girls coming from that are so fabulous on the screen? They're the most incredible bunch of kid actors that I've seen in, you know, 30 years. And they're all dynamite, and they're all so pretty to look at, too. Yes, they're charming are. children. Well, what happens is that on the day of the presidential election, mm-hmm. everything is even all over the country. Right. They're waiting for New Mexico. Mm-hmm. New Mexico turns out to be even as well. Right. So there is no winner except that for a remarkable turn of events that I'm not going to get into. No. Apparently, Bud Johnson mm-hmm. was not able to vote. Right. And so now he has to vote again. Right. And his one lousy vote right. is going to either keep Kelsey Grammer in the White House as right. President Andrew Boone, or he is going to elect Dennis Hopper playing Donald Greenleaf. Right. They have 10 days before he gets to vote. And you can imagine the huge political campaigns, both of them. Wait. And they're all (laughs) coming after Bud. Well, when they descend to that little dusty town down in New Mexico, it is so clever when you see that big Air Force One (laughs) plane coming in, (laughs) landing there, and then Kelsey Grammer getting off as the president. And what I thought was so great about it is that both parties go after Kevin Costner's vote, and they both end up switching and flip-flopping on all of the issues, and they do that in order to win his vote. I thought it was a terribly clever premise, and I think, too, Les, when I mentioned earlier that some people just didn't get it, I think you have to buy the premise. I think you have to go along with the ride here. Yes, it's far-fetched, but a lot of fantasy movies are far-fetched, and a lot of satirical movies boggle the mind. But if you buy into this one, it's a wonderful, wonderful ride, and it's a very funny and very touching movie. And when I walked in to see this film, I was leery about it. Mm -hmm. I am so tired of real politics. (laughs) I've lived through so many elections. The politicians Mm -hmm. are always pandering to special interests just to get elected. That's right. All that happens in this film, but in a very inventive and very funny way, which is what makes it a truly great satire. Exactly right. I think we have to mention, Les, that Costner's character here is a very laid-back kind of guy. He's a beer-guzzling slacker dad. In the relationship between him and his daughter, she is the adult, and he's more of the kid. She's a very precocious young lady. She knows all about politics. She gives her dad some very good lessons and some good instructions on how to vote and so on. And we learn that theirs is a very special relationship, and I think it really comes through. Cosner has never been better. I think this is his best role since, I guess, Bull Durham. I absolutely agree with you, and Bull Durham was a long time ago. Right, and it's hard to play a guy like this and make him likable. Well, you know, here's a guy who's basically a bum. Yes, he's drunk all the time. Right. He can't hold a job. He can't wake up in the morning. I mean, every morning she goes in and she has to, you know, 
punch him and you know exactly pull the covers off him to get him away. This is somebody you would never in a million years like, but you do like Costner as Bud Johnson. This is a very appealing character, and you really want to reach out and say, listen, sit down and let me talk to you for 10 minutes and explain to you what the world is all about so you can function. Paula Patton is also in it. She plays a local TV reporter who latches onto this story, and now she feels that if she holds onto this story, she's going to go from a little town in New Mexico to a network or sure. you know CNN There's or something like that. A lot of ambition like going on in this movie too, isn't there? Absolutely. Everybody is full of ambition except poor Bud. You know, Les, I think we have to take one second here to talk about the sympathetic spin on the character that Kelsey Grammer gives the incumbent president. I liked the incumbent candidate. I liked the way he played the president. He didn't do it in a stereotypical way at all. And in fact, I was surprised at how charming and how honest and how deep he played this guy. He really reached down and found something that made this character really work. And I was very impressed with Kelsey Grammer. I was, too. In fact, I was impressed with both of them. Both these guys, at the end, Mm -hmm. decide that they are not going to stoop this low anymore. And they both kind of turn around. They do have a character revelation. Definitely. So whether you're a Republican and rooting for Kelsey Grammer or a Democrat and rooting for Dennis Hopper, you're going to like both these guys because they are both, when all is said and done, very decent, intelligent men. I loved this movie, Anne. I was surprised at how good it was. And I am giving it a very enthusiastic green light because it touched me in a way that very few Mm -hmm. comedies have touched me in the last 15 years. Well, Les, call me corny, too. Look, I'm a fan of Mom and Apple Pie and Norman Rockwell. And, of course, I'm a fan of Kevin Cosner and that adorable and very talented young actress, Madeline Carroll, and all of the people who put this movie together. So for me, well, I'm going to do it this way. I'm going to say, for this movie, Red, White, and Blue, it gets a green light. (laughs) Very good. Two green lights for Swing Vote. Until next time, I am Les Roberts. And I'm Ann Elder. And we're looking forward to seeing you having a great time at the movies. Hi, this is comedian Ann Ryder. And let's be honest, I do a lot of things. This is Dean Archipotis, the host of Whiskey Business, the podcast not so much about whiskey as it is one with whiskey. Yes, we drink and talk about whiskey, but we do so much more with so many interesting people. For example, we talk to comedians like Greg Warren. You know, I don't want to brag, but let's just say I can walk into a Red Lobster and get whatever. You know, I think the pause right there is probably more important than the word. Amazing athletes like boxing champion Buster Douglas. When a fighter's down and he's looking for his mouthpiece instead of trying to get up. That's when I knew it was over. Yeah, Yeah. right? And, yes, Bigfoot chasers. Do you believe in Bigfoot? And if so, does he really eat beef jerky? (laughs) The Bigfoot thing is people have seen these, and and I've seen a lot of compelling evidence about it. It's Whiskey Business with Dino Chapotas. Join us for what we call a good conversation with a good pour. You really can't ask for much more than that, can you, people? Check us out at whiskeybusinesspod.com, a proud member of the Evergreen Podcast Network.